Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Mind Podcast with Ella Victoria. Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I hope you guys have all had a lovely long weekend. Hope you enjoyed your Easter break. I'm actually pre-recording this episode on Good Friday, so I'm still yet to go into my Easter weekend, but I'm so looking forward just to having a really relaxing time. I was actually away last weekend on the Gold Coast, so even though that was really relaxing, I was away, so I'm looking forward to having a weekend at home and just some time to myself as well because Brayden's actually away with the boys this weekend. He's gone down the coast to Terrigal and he's there for a couple of nights. So as much as I miss him, it's going to be quite nice to have some time just to do my own thing as well. So I've got my mum coming over tonight. We're going to have a girls night and binge watch the new series on Amazon of Daisy Jones and the Six. Have you guys read the book? Let me know because I read the book last year and absolutely loved it. And so did my mum. So I'm really excited to watch this series. There's nothing like watching a series or a movie based off of a book that you've already read and enjoyed. So we're going to binge watch that tonight, which I'm really excited about. And other than that, I really don't have many plans and that is exactly the way I like it. I feel like that's going to be a perfect little relaxing weekend. So for today's episode, I thought it would be really fun to sit down and do like a book summary. So I thought maybe I could do a series on my podcast where I do this every single time I read a personal development book and just summarize the lessons I learned from it because I personally think that you can learn so much from one reading, but then also sharing what you've learned. I feel like for me, when I actually tell someone else about what I've learned, I embed that information in my brain so much more. And yeah, I think doing this podcast is going to be a really helpful tool for me and will really help me really absorb all of that information. So the book that I want to chat about today is Atomic Habits by James Clear. I absolutely love this book. I've read it twice and I think the first time I read it was like a couple of years ago and I totally had forgot a lot of the information that was in the book. But yeah, I think every single time you read that book, you'll get something different out of it. I just think 
there are so many key takeaways in that book. And if you haven't read it already, I highly do recommend it, but I am going to go through my lessons that I learned from the book and kind of put my own spin on it and yeah, chat to you guys about my opinion on the lessons and how I can implement them in my life and just some examples of how maybe you can implement them as well. I just thought it would be fun to go over them and just discuss them in more detail. But before we get into that, I want to chat about what's been inspiring me and that kind of has to do with books as well. So I was actually listening to a podcast not long ago by The Mindset Mentor. Love that podcast. If you haven't listened to it, I really do recommend that as well. I'll pop all of this information and my recommendations in the show notes if you guys are interested. But the podcast host is Rob Dial. He's amazing. He posts really, really frequent episodes as well. And he's just very knowledgeable. So he did a podcast episode a couple of months ago called Three Strategies to Read and Learn Faster. And I was really interested to listen to this one because I personally have struggled with reading a little bit in the past. And sometimes, depending on the book, I feel like I'm just like reading words, but I'm not absorbing them. And he shared a bunch of tips that really, really helped him. And he was saying that something that he does, which is a bit extra, is that he gets a physical copy of a book either in his hand or on his Kindle, and then also has the audio version. And he finds that by engaging both of those senses, the information sticks with him so much more. And I was like, that makes so much sense. So I actually had the audio book of Atomic Habits first, and then I luckily managed to get the hard copy because my mum gave it to me because she had the hard copy. So I'm not saying that I'm going to do this with every single book because I feel like that's something that is kind of expensive. You don't need to necessarily buy the audio version and the physical copy. But if you have a Kindle, I think this is something that you can do probably for more of an affordable price. But it just did make me think about how engaging your senses can really help you learn things a lot more. So I really did enjoy doing that while I was reading Atomic Habits. Every single morning I would wake up, pop my headphones in, play the audiobook, and I put it on a faster speed. I think I put it on like 1.5 or something. So it wasn't super fast, but it just kind of wasn't super slow because the way I read in my head is quicker than when I read out loud. So yeah, I kind of tried to match it up to the speed that I was reading. And one, it means that I can get through the book faster. Two, it means that I'm able to focus more and absorb the information better. And I just found it worked really, really well for me. So if you guys are wanting to read faster, maybe this is something that you can look into. I actually really want to get a Kindle for this reason, because I believe you can purchase the book and then for not much extra, you can actually get the audio. I think it's maybe like a package deal. You can like get both of them together. And then he was saying as well, if you have a Kindle, you can go through and like highlight things that are key messages from the book and whatnot as well. And I was like, wow, that's a really great idea and makes so much sense. So I thought that information was really interesting. I thought there was other ways I could potentially apply that into my life as well. So for example, at the moment I'm doing an acting course and I could actually record myself reading the script and then play it out loud and then read the script as well. And I feel like that way I would learn the lines so much quicker. Or even if you're studying and you're trying to remember something for an exam, maybe write down your notes, but also record yourself saying them so that you can read and listen to them at the same time. And that way you're engaging all of your senses and really absorbing that information. So I just thought that that was a really smart piece of advice. And that is what has been inspiring me this week. So now let's get into the topic. I've already discussed what we're going to be chatting about, but I do have 
10 different takeaways from the book that I really want to talk about. And they're all going to be to do with habits. So this first lesson, I think I actually talked about in my last podcast episode a little bit, and it's getting 1% better every single day. And I really like this mindset shift because it just reminds us that by making small changes and small improvements every single day, this can make a big difference over a long period of time. I think the idea of constant improvement can be really quite overwhelming and seem quite unsustainable. But when you think about the fact that it only needs to be a slight improvement in maybe even just like one area of your life every single day and the impact that that can have, it is really quite eye-opening and it makes you think how, yeah, your small little actions every single day do compound over time and you're not necessarily going to notice the difference straight away. In fact, like you probably won't even notice a difference at all. And then all of a sudden a year later, you'll be like, oh, wow, that really did make a difference. It just really added up. Habits and improvement is definitely not linear. We're not all perfect, but I think you can think of it as like a stepladder. And every time you do one of your habits, you're, you know, getting a little bit higher on the stepladder. And then when you don't do that habit, you're stepping back a little bit. But I think the thing that makes a big difference is when you continuously don't do that habit because you're going to be stepping backwards and backwards. But, you know, it is normal to go up and down and up and down. But as long as maybe you're doing more steps up, you're going to be making really great improvements. The reason why I love the 1% better everyday mindset shift is that it reminds us that we don't necessarily need to take a huge action to make progress. It's the little things. It's the little things that add up, which I'm sure I'll probably keep saying throughout this episode. The next lesson is small changes often appear to make no difference until you cross a critical threshold. The most powerful outcome of any compounding process are delayed. You need to be patient. Again, this is kind of similar to what I was saying before about how you won't notice a difference until later on when everything is compounded. And it's like, you've got to get over this threshold and all of a sudden you see the change. And this is really reassuring actually, because sometimes you can feel like you're really trying with something, you're chipping away and you're seeing no progress. And then all of a sudden one day, you see the progress and you're like, wow, where did that come from? Like, why am I seeing that just today? I swear that happens. Like sometimes you'll just wake up and notice something's different and those efforts have finally paid off. Like for example, imagine you're sitting in a cold room and you've got an ice cube on a table in front of you and it's so cold that you can actually see your breath. And then ever so slowly, the temperature starts to increase. And so it goes up one degree. The ice is still not melted. It goes up another degree. It still hasn't melted. And another one and another one still hasn't melted. And then all of a sudden, one more degree is added and then it starts to melt. And it just goes to show how that one degree shift can make such a big difference, even though it seems like, well, it's just such a small shift. How can it make such a change? And there are so many examples of similar things like this. So, for example, cancer actually spends 80% of its life undetectable and then it takes over your body in months. Or another example, apparently bamboo can barely be seen for the first five years as it builds extensive root systems underground. And then all of a sudden it bursts 90 feet into the air within six weeks. So it just makes you realize that sometimes it can feel like the efforts that you're putting in now are doing nothing, but don't look at it that way. Look at it as you're laying the foundations for when 
you do take off, if that makes sense. I think a lot of people can feel like this when starting a business. They can keep making progress and keep putting in the time and taking action and they just feel like they're not getting anywhere. But then they get to this point where they cross like a critical threshold and then all of a sudden it pays off. All of a sudden their business goes viral or I don't know, just something works out. And I guess this just reminds us the importance of consistency and how often there's a lag time between the efforts that we put in and the reward. So don't get too defeated when you're not seeing the results straight away. Lesson number three, if you want better results, then forget about setting goals, focus on your systems instead. This just makes so much sense to me and resonates with me so much. I remember this is one of like the key takeaways I got from the book the first time I read it. And I've tried to apply systems in my life in so many different ways. And the way that I view goals these days is so different. When I set my goals, I'll literally spend some time sitting down and being like, okay, what's the system behind this? So I'm sure you guys know what a system is, but if you don't, it's basically just the steps you take in order to achieve something that you want. So you want to pinpoint the exact days, the exact times and places that you're going to accomplish that thing. And by doing that, you're creating a system. Often when we create goals, we have a bit of a gap between creating the goal and the task itself. And by creating a system, we're actually bridging that gap and helping us move the goal to a task. So the four steps to creating a system is. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Reflection, categorizing systems and adjusting. So you want to start off by reflecting on your goals and just thinking about what you want to achieve. So you can do this every single month. I always like to do this in my monthly reset. And then it's really good to go through and categorize all of these goals. And say you are in a business, you have people for a bunch of different things like marketing, accounting, human resources, and whatnot. So you want to do the same thing with your life and categorize it. So for example, finances, side hustle work, personal development, self-care, you have all of these different categories and then you want to go through and slot them into your week so when are you going to actually perform these tasks and activities and pop them in your calendar and if you can try and make this a reoccurring thing you're so much more likely to have that happen on autopilot so for example me and my friend Jess are currently working on a program together we're creating a workout program and we have set aside every single Friday that we're around anyway sometimes like 
we're traveling or, you know, sometimes things get in the way, but if we don't have anything on every single Friday, we'll get together and work on the program. And that way we're actually having time set aside to do that. And that's our system that really works well for us. You basically just want to find a way to make the system foolproof. So that you're accountable. And then finally, the last step is adjust. So as your business and life changes, so will your systems. I think it's important to check in with yourself and see if the systems that you've currently got work and align with the goals that you have because your goals do change over time. So I think it is good to sometimes sit down and be like, oh, am I using my time to the best that I can? Do I really need to be doing that now? Or can I trade that for something else in my life? So that is pretty much everything I have to say on systems. I just absolutely love this mindset shift and it's helped me so much. Lesson number four is any habit can be broken down into a feedback loop that involves four steps. Cue, craving, response, reward. So pretty much the idea of this is that any habit that you do, good or bad, is part of a feedback loop. So the cue to start the habit is usually really obvious. The craving is usually attractive to you. The response is usually because it's easy and convenient and the reward is because it's something satisfying. So you can use this to your advantage. And if you want to try and create a new habit, you can try and create a reward for yourself that will make you more inclined to do that good habit. But at the same time, with breaking bad habits, you can also try and make your reward unsatisfying and just flip the whole law on its head. I think once you understand your cue for that habit as well, it's easier to break. So often a cue can be something like, time. So for example, your morning routine, location. So for example, walking past the fridge then makes you crave a snack, a preceding event. So something that signals your next action. So for example, a notification on your phone going off then makes you crave going on social media. Your emotional state can also be a cue. So when you feel a certain emotion, you might crave a certain type of food and then people can also be a cue as well so when you're with certain people that makes you crave a certain thing and automatically go into that habit whether it be good or bad so if you can be aware of those things it's easier to change them lesson number five is habit stacking so this is a strategy you can use to pair a new habit with a current habit so like formula is after current habit I will new habit. And we have so many habits that we do on every single day basis that are drilled into us from when we're like really young. For example, brushing our teeth, having a shower, having our breakfast, going to the toilet. And there are other habits as well that I know we've obviously trained ourselves to do over time that now are part of just our daily routine. And Something that can really help if you're trying to create a new habit is by just tag teaming that new habit onto an existing one. So you don't have to create a whole new neural pathway for that new habit to begin with. So for example, you could say, after I pour my cup of coffee each morning, I will meditate for one minute. Or after I take off my work shoes, I will immediately change into my workout clothes. After I sit down for dinner, I will say one thing that I'm grateful for that happened today. Every time I brush my teeth, I'm going to listen to my affirmations. Whenever I have a snack, I will have a glass of water. Or after I turn off the TV, I will clean the kitchen. These are just like a few examples of some habits that you could 
tag onto some things that you just automatically do in your everyday life. And this is something that can really, really help us if we're trying to find ways to remember to do that new habit. Lesson number six, it is easier to build a new habit in a new environment because you aren't fighting old cues. This is so true and is something that I hadn't thought about before, but I think when we're in the same environment all the time, we can just become on autopilot because we have our daily habits ingrained in there. Have you ever found that when you go on holiday, it's easier to wake up earlier? Some people might say no, they'll be like, no, when I'm on holiday, I actually want to sleep in. But for me, I feel so much more energized to wake up, probably because I'm also on holiday and I'm excited about the day. But I do feel like being in a new place makes me feel so much more energized to get out of bed because I'm breaking the same old habits that I would do at home. And I guess everything is in a different place. Like the bathroom's in a different area. My clothes are in a different area. Like you have a different routine. And I always find that I can get ready so much quicker as well when I'm in a hotel room. And I feel like that's probably because there's less distractions than there is in my apartment. So this just goes to show how your environment can have such an impact on your day-to-day life. And it's the reason why people crave a fresh start. I love moving house, like moving apartments for this reason. I always feel like whenever I move, it's a new era, a fresh start, and it's a great time to reinvent yourself and start new habits. Not that you need to move to do this, but it is something that kind of forces you to do that. But even for example, if you're getting bored at the gym, maybe sign up to a new one. Or if you're struggling to focus on your work at home, maybe go to the library or a cafe. Or if you're in the habit of scrolling on your phone before bed, Maybe even put books next to your bed or move your phone into a different environment, like in a different room, and maybe this will break that habit. So your environment really does do a lot. And then this leads me on to lesson seven, which is prime your environment to make your future actions easier. So I kind of said this before about the book, about like, if you want to read more, put a book next to your bed. But some other ideas are, if you want to go to the gym more, maybe lay out everything the night before. If you want to take your vitamins daily, maybe get a vitamin organizer and leave it on your kitchen counter. If you want to snack on less processed foods, maybe meal prep ahead of time. If you want to journal more, maybe pop a journal and pen by your bed. If you want to wake up before 7am each day, have an alarm automatically set daily on your phone so you don't even have to think about it. So there are so many ways that you can prime your environment just to make your future actions easier. Lesson number eight is the two minute rule. So this is the idea of when you start a new habit, it should take less than two minutes to do. So the idea of this is that you aim to beat procrastination and just accomplish the small tasks. And the amount of things that we have to do during the day that actually not even like that big of tasks, but we just make them seem so much bigger in our head is actually crazy. I know for me, I do this a lot and it can feel like we have so much to do, but like really like some of the things can be done in literally two minutes. But also I don't know if this is the same rule, but I have heard of a rule where it's like, I think it's called the two minute rule as well. But the idea is to get started on something if it takes less than two minutes and then usually you'll get the momentum going and you'll want to continue doing it for longer. So just by doing it for those two minutes, you're going to gain momentum and just keep going and get more motivated because motivation comes with action. So by convincing ourselves that we only have to do something for two minutes, we often end up doing it just for the whole period of time that we need to do it for anyway. So some examples of some things that could take less than two minutes to do is to load the dishwasher, put on sunscreen, 
replying to an email, paying a bill. These are just things that take less than two minutes, but sometimes seem like such a tedious big task. Lesson number nine, the greatest threat to success is not failure, but boredom. It's the ability to keep going when work isn't exciting that makes a difference. So, so true. And I think that that's probably what can set you apart as well. A lot of people, like I said earlier, will quit when things get hard or they're bored. But if you can keep going, that's when you're going to make the most progress. I also don't think feeling bored is a bad thing. Often when we're bored, it means that we're giving our brain a bit more space to search for new things to fulfill that boredom. And often the best ideas I feel like come from a place of being bored. So get excited that when you're feeling bored, like something new is probably on the horizon. There's going to be a change soon and you're not going to be bored forever. But I think sometimes boredom isn't always a reason to quit things. It's maybe just a sign to maybe change things up a little bit just to freshen it up. And the final lesson, lesson number 10 is one of the most satisfying feelings is the feeling of making progress. And this is why habit trackers work so well because once people are tracking their habits, they don't want to break the chain because it's so satisfying to be ticking it off every single day and just visually being able to see it I think that is so satisfying for people as well I think creating visual reminders helps us so much this is why I always like to write down my goals every single month because I find it really really satisfying at the end of the month to tick off the ones that I've completed and the ones that I haven't just seeing it visually really helps or even just creating a vision board having that front of mind makes you so much more likely to make progress because it's so satisfying to be able to see that literal vision come to life. So this is your sign to create a vision board, a habit tracker, some kind of way that you can track your progress visually. But they are the 10 lessons that I got from the book Atomic Habits. I really recommend you guys read it if you haven't already. And I hope that this episode inspired you in some way. Please let me know your thoughts and if anything resonated with you. And if you did enjoy this episode, please remember to leave a rating and review. It doesn't take very long. It takes under two minutes. And yeah, it means so, so much to me and really, really helps the podcast grow. So thank you all so much for listening. If you want to keep up with me on my other social medias my instagram for the podcast is just the inspired mind podcast you can also follow me on my other socials it's just ella victoria pretty much everywhere and i love you all so much thank you so much for listening and i'll speak to you next week bye mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts start by saving 33 with prime on all body care and candles then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just 9.99 each with prime round out mom's menu with festive rosé irresistible berry chantilly cake and more special treats come celebrate mother's day at whole foods market ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.